Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Jumping into a big edition of Grey Wolf Footy, it is Ned joined once again by the two footy experts, the mad man, Matt Grace, who's extra mad today because we haven't quite got in before the first game of round four, and John Fitzgerald. Boys, how are you? Pretty good, Nettie. How about you? Apart from a little mad. No, I'm good. It's the game tonight's that important anyway. So, <laughs> no, he's bad. <laughs> he's really bad. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to be back finally for episode four. It's been a long time between drinks, Nenny, but you know it was kind of intentional. Now we're round four, episode four, so it's married up, and uh, yeah, keen to get back into it. Married up like you will become this November, my oh, friend. Yes. He'll still be late to his wedding like he was tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, he really is mad, isn't he? Jeez, he's not happy, but I blame myself a little bit for that. Yeah. Man, it is, it's Good my times. fault, but we are cooking with gas now. So let us know about the game that went down last night, boys. The Sydney Swans and Western Bulldogs. Of course, we don't know the score because, yes, we're sorry, mad man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not happy. I'll Awkward. take this one because he's about to punch his square in the mouth. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this this should be a good game. We're, we're actually going to watch it tonight after the podcast. But, uh, yeah, the doggies heading up to the SCG to take on the Swans. The, the Swans are the favourite coming in, Ned. But I reckon the Bulldogs built up some form last week with a big win finally. Uh, but Josh Dunkley out, Gracie. That's a big one for the Doggies. How do you think they'll recover from him missing six weeks or thereabouts? Yeah, it's a big out. And they've, um, I mean, they got Riley West back in, so it's probably a bit of a like for like, you'd say. But it'll be a big out. But I th- hopefully Bont and Yo McRae, good chance to put the VC on him tonight. Yep. And hopefully yep. uh, destroys that Sydney midfield for us. So it'll be an interesting game. Obviously, Naismith's back in, Fitzy, which a lot of people will talk about in the next game. There's a big omission in one of the rucks, so Naismith coming back sort of helps that issue. Yeah, it's going to be a tight contest, Gracie, but uh, I might back the Bulldogs in this one. I reckon they built up a nice bit of momentum. The Swans, I know they got over the ruse. They seem to be our sort of bogey team, but I might back the Doggies in to sneak a win here. Oh, I think I've actually tipped the Swans just purely because it's at, at the G, so up and down. You know, I watched the Swans against Essendon a couple of weeks ago. They were pretty average last week, you know. They got the win, so it'll be tight. It'll be close. It'll be a hard contest, hard slog like yep, it is. Yep with Sydney up there so yep. be an interesting game yeah, Swans odds on favourite to win this one, guys, according to Sportsbet. And maybe because my football knowledge is low, I'll just go with the Sportsbet tips <laughs> and I'll, I'll go with the Sydney Swans. So let's see how we go. Hey, madman. Sounds good. You madman. All right, let's jump into tonight's game. It is the GWS Giants taking on Collingwood. Yeah, this is going to be a ripping game, I reckon. Uh, Collingwood's up and about, Gracie. The Giants are uh, going to be a hard team to pick this year, I think. They're going to have a lot of plays in and out. But check out these names returning. Tom Green, he's back in. Toby Green, Josh Kelly, Shane Mumford and Whitfield's been given the all clear. I mean, gosh, they're, they're coming very close to a full strength team. But the big concern that you mentioned off air, Sam Jacobs, the Ruckman, has been omitted. Yeah, it's going to throw, a, especially mine, into a bit of chaos. So that's where, uh, obviously, Naismith um, coming back. You get a nice bit of cash from doing that trade or you've you've got the option we'll speak about in a future game. Mark Pitonet as well is another option. But, yeah, the, the Giants are a bit similar to last year. I think they went off on a pretty rough trot last year and, and they obviously made the grand final. So yep, yep. 
it's hard to pick, but it's hard to go past Collingwood, I think, at this stage. Yeah, I think uh, Collingwood are definitely going to be one of those teams to beat and definitely iron off a top four spot. But the other on the other side of the coin there, Gracie, Darcy Cameron's been omitted for Cox and he was basically a zero factor last week. But yep. unless there's a really good option, are you looking at a few? Uh, you can hold if you can, trade if you can. It's just that season this year. We've often spoken in the past on other shows that, uh, you know, trades are gold or this year it's just open slather. So if you can move these guys on, move them on. You mentioned uh, an alternative. You've got Jacobs. You can trade him to Pitnet or Nate yep. Smith. Much of a much muchness for mine. But if you can find a way to make, you know, 100K or whatever to trade him down to Nate Smith, I'd probably yep. get that option just to make yeah. make a bit of money. But yeah, it's going to be a tight contest, but I think I'll go Collingwood as well. I hate barracking for Collingwood, man, but uh, they're looking pretty good. It could happen. This might make you feel a little bit better, though. You know, with all the controversy of the Allens, Lollies and whatnot at the moment, have you seen the meme getting around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's gold. It is Changing gold. the name of teeth because it's offending Collingwood <laughs> supporters. Any meme with Collingwood's funny, I think, these days. Yeah, exactly. it's not too bad, but Collingwood odds on favourites to win that. Oh, it's close, though. 177 and 205 there. So I guess I'm going for the pies as well. That's how I'm tipping, Gracie. Unfortunately, you are, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Let's move things on to Saturday. It's the Eagles and Port Adelaide. This could be a, actually a, a tight contest. Port Adelaide being the only undefeated team left in the AFL, looking like the team to beat at times, but uh, maybe haven't come up against a, a big opponent just yet, Gracie. But yeah, the Eagles and the Power could be a re- really good game to start off Saturday. It is, it is. And Power are flying, obviously. We thought the Eagles would be doing a, a bit better. And um, just to go on your undefeated, you just remember Essendon, although they didn't oh. play last week, they are technically still undefeated. We don't want to annoy any of our Essendon no. friends. So. Yes, we do. <laughs> I think I may have already annoyed the Essendon friends on the pack chat live, but anyway, moving right along. Port, obviously, a big out for them. Fitzy's Dersmer, he's a good young kid, and yep. he's going to be out for a little while, I think, from what I what I read. So I still think Port will win for mine. They're just firing on all cylinders, and they're pretty much almost full strength. they got yep. Wines back, and he dominated last week. So yep. um, obviously the Eagles get McGovern back after he's little slip up the week before and getting suspended but I still think the power will be too strong yeah I'm going to agree with you there and uh, you know it's unfortunate for Dersma I think it was a pretty serious hamstring injury that he yep. went down with but this is really a tale of two teams in that bubble up on the Gold Coast isn't it you've got West Coast who are complaining every second day you've got Port Adelaide who are obviously making the most of it going up yeah. there and I know it's incredibly tough conditions but uh, every other day you see Adam Simpson complaining about something and McGovern you know, <laughs> yep. he snapped yep. he lost the plot so I, I think that Port Adelaide when they're up and about We've seen it over the years. They're one of the hardest teams to beat when they are playing well. But, geez, that train can derail very quickly. But very much I, so. I expect their momentum to carry on in this game. And, uh, yeah, Port yeah. Adelaide for me as well, Nettie. Yeah, I'll stick with the power as well. All right, fellas, St Kilda and Richmond. What do you reckon? Can the Saints get up and get it sorted against last year's premiers? Yeah, well, I mean, Richmond are probably a bit under fire at the moment, I reckon, Fitzy. So, Big in, obviously, Dusty's back. Yep. That helps us um, with a couple of omissions. But the big one here, Fitzy, is Pickett, and I think we all probably saw it coming. Yeah. He's been a no-factor in the last couple of games. So it'll be interesting to see, if, yeah, how he gets back in that side with obviously no VFL at the moment. Yeah. So yep. I think just experience-wise, Richmond will win, but... St Kilda are doing pretty well. Yeah, they, they St Kilda were looking another one of those sort of form teams and up and about teams until they ran into Collingwood last week and yep. made them look a uh, right yep. mess, really. But Dusty Martin back for Richmond almost sways the game in Richmond's favour, I think. And it, 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 I think this should be a good game. Uh, actually, this is Maddie's match, isn't it, this weekend? Yes. They're having yep. that, yeah, obviously on Saturday afternoon. But yeah, Dusty back in. Pickett is a concern. I reckon last week he only had about 60% game time as well. Yep. So look, maybe he just needs a break. I don't think I'll be trading him just yet 
unless you really need to. But, uh, yeah, I think this could be almost game of the round, Eddie, but I'm going to back Richmond into win. But I think it's going to be closer than those odds suggest. Oh, yep. All righty. I'll stick with the Tigers on that one as well. This one's an interesting one here, boys. Essendon and Carlton, we spoke about it. There's the COVID-19 sort of swinging around in that Bombers camp. What do you sort of think about that, guys? If I was the Blues, I'd be a little bit hesitant to take this one on. <laughs> yeah. The Bombers are just going to win it all from now because no one's <laughs> going to want to go well, near them. It's a, it's a bizarre situation, isn't it? Because we went from potentially seeing the whole league shut down to one player to eight players, I thought, Gracie. So then he had a negative result. So I have no idea how this can even happen, but I've got my opinions on what maybe should have happened, but um, <laughs> you know, we, we might have to have a whole episode on it, Nanny. But oh. I actually feel like Essendon should have forfeited that game last weekend yeah. and, and Melbourne got the points. I, th- I think you probably agree with me, Gracie, but yeah. somewhere along the lines, the protocol has not been followed. And I don't think that's a fault of the AFL or definitely not of Melbourne. That's a fault of Essendon. And I feel yep. like they should have forfeited last week. Yeah, because I, I mean, uh, there was reports that McKenna was out. You know, he's obviously moving houses out, looking at new houses when strictly the rules were that they yep. couldn't leave there. They could train, go home, and that was it. And like, you know, yep. they've got obviously got virtual tours for all that sort of stuff now. So oh. I just, I don't think uh, it was the right thing. And I, I no. agree with you, I think, because it just means that they're going to play a double game, two games in the space of probably a week. And yep. it's, uh, it's a big thing at the end of the season, especially if, you know, Melbourne's up there and they've, mm. they've got to play that extra game and it, it true, causes true. them to uh, to be a bit more fatigued and made yep. miss out on getting a top four or something like that. So oh, I agree. I think um, there should be a harsher penalty just to stamp the foot. But yep. I think the AFL let them go a bit too yeah. easy, in my opinion. Um, it's like they kind of have to be a little bit lenient this year. But if I was Essendon, here's a real hot take for you and a controversial call. I'd sack McKenna. He's yeah. already said at the end of his contract he's going back to Ireland. I'd say, mate, you broke the, the rules knowingly. You've put yep. the whole competition in a compromised state. Yep. Terry's contract up. See what they later. did to Matthew Capuano many years ago oh, in North Melbourne. There's, an, there's a name for you. Mid-season sacking, Nettie. <laughs> but um, you tell you what, though, I know you're putting this off, Gracie. Carlton were unreal last week against Geelong. They made <laughs> them look like a pack of amateurs. And I think it's yep. the only game since about 2003 that Geelong haven't been ahead in at Cadinia Park. So, I mean, the blue just, they are playing some good Sorry, footy at Gracie. the moment, Nettie after what one game but uh, I'm going to back him in to, to keep that, that form going and they played yeah. pretty well the week before too just yeah they did they came back against Melbourne yeah. after uh, yep. you know a bad first quarter but uh, the name you mentioned before Pitnett's been unreal in the rock yep. he's just giving silver service to, to Paddy Cripps and if you ever look up a photo of him Nettie that guy definitely visits his mum every Saturday he's a good looking young fella he's an <laughs> unreal Matt ruckman type. Yep. he's a very charming looking man but uh, yeah Carlton for me definitely yeah, I think um, even though Essendon are 2-0, I think the, the Heppel injury is a big one for yeah. me. Um, obviously, he's probably gone for the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah, Carlton are flying. And the, the big thing they did last week is they just bought the pressure and Geelong yep. just weren't ready for it. So, yep. And you're finding that in each game. Like the week before, Geelong brought the pressure and played quick footy and smashed Hawthorne. And then Hawthorne come out the week after and um, beat Richmond. Yeah. So it's all about pressure in the shorter quarters. And um, even though you know Geelong played one quarter and nearly got back in the back over the line you just can't give a team a seven goal head start that's right even yeah. if it is Carlton so exactly. um, yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carlton win that one yeah I'm going to stick with them Nettie what about yourself yeah I'll go with the Blues just because well everyone's blue bag is here <laughs> but yeah, the tipsy is saying Essendon to do it yeah gamble responsibly but I reckon the $10 flutter on the Blues might uh, get you some beer money for the weekend <laughs> oh hell yeah well how about this surprising team of 2020 boys the Gold Coast Suns they are set to battle it out with the Freo Dockers, our boy JLH and his Dockers. <laughs> We're thinking the Suns on this? 
Yeah, I think so. I think, and, and looking here, Fitz, it's the first time they've been unchanged for, I would say, some time. Yeah, but, yep. I mean, Matty Rao, wow, he's like a just a junior version of Paddy Dangerfield. I don't know yeah. if you saw that goal he got from the centre and kicked it on his left foot. 50 meters like yeah, well, that's bad. that's danger that was danger field like when he was younger so i just can't see them stopping at the no, moment like they're just no. they're full of energy and obviously it helps being up at home and they don't have to travel which we might find when they do have to travel it might yep. yeah i mean they might drop yep. off a little bit but Freo aren't doing too bad themselves they obviously played port and porter obviously you know probably a f- stronger team but yep. They're doing okay themselves, but I think the Gold Coast up there will get, yeah. get win number three. Very good analysis. I thought you were going to compare uh, Matty Rao to yourself, actually, <laughs> bursting out of the centre square, <laughs> smashing goals on the left foot. But uh, no, great, great analysis there, Gracie. For Fremantle, it's basically the five of Walters show. There's really yep. nothing happening other than that. I mean, I know they've got a lot of young kids coming through, and Caleb Sarong makes his debut this weekend. But, like, it really warms my heart seeing the Suns play the way they're playing. They're all playing for each other. They're just yep. throwing their bodies at the ball. I just hope this is the year they can do it. You know, we've We've seen it a few times. They've come out, they've won a few early games and they've just completely dropped off. So I really hope this is a year for them. But yep. I'll tell you what, Matt Real, he's a keeper in Supercoach and he could yep. even be a top five Brownlow I, chance at this rate. I'll tell you what, Fitzy, Ben King is another one to keep yeah. an eye out for. He absolutely dominated last week. He didn't go massive, massive. He didn't kick a bag. He still kicked three goals and still scored quite well. And even like Hugh Greenwood, the old yeah. Twitter oh, battle yeah. with uh, Rusciuto was quite funny. So... You got a good mix of, I guess, mature guys, and then you've got your yeah, yeah, youngsters that are bringing the energy. So they've got the right mix right now. And Ben King was uh, Matty Lloyd said during the week he's the best kick in the AFL, best shot, set shot yep. for goal in the AFL. And uh, now that he's getting the ball on a on a silver platter from that midfield with Greenwood and yep. the in and under players, Took Miller's another one. Yep, I think the Suns train could really be heading towards September action or October action will be this year. But uh, yeah, Suns for both of us, Eddie. Oh, look out! And well, here we go. Let's get into Sunday action, my. Lions taking on the Crows at the Gabba. Brisbane's looking pretty good and, well, Adelaide, not so much. You'd think this would be Lions the whole way, yeah? Yeah, I don't even think we need to say too much about it. I think the Crows are the, the bottom team in the AFL. Oh, it's, it's just embarrassing, I think, just to be a Crows yep. supporter at the moment. Like, you know, they've brought Bryce Gibbs back in, into the squad and, you know, he'll probably be out again next week. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just a... Yeah, it's a circus down there. It and, is, yeah. Um, you know, obviously a new coach, you sort of feel sorry for him. He's just gone yep. into a, a rubbish dump, I'd yeah. say. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Bad man's not holding back tonight. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But nah, like, you know, Brisbane gets Zorko back and even Witherden back a bit more experienced. So hopefully um, the Horsham boys, well, obviously done. Jared will play, but hopefully Tommy keeps his spot as well. So... Yeah, for super coach as well. So, yeah, but nah, Brisbane, crossed. Brisbane will win quite comfortably. Yeah, the, look, the only good thing for Adelaide right now is I'd feel very comfortable. We're talking about Young Hamill just before, and yeah. I'd feel very comfortable bringing their rookies in because I think you guys like you mentioned Gibbs already there. I yeah. think a few of those players will drop off. Seedsman's been dropped for this one. Yeah. They're going to start blooding some youngsters. And I, I read yeah. a very interesting article it was on Reddit earlier today about how Adelaide have basically gone from the number one team to the number eighteen team in you know yeah. two or three years. Yeah. Very interesting to see what culture is around the. Play. And when you see what Mark Rusciuto is out there tweeting at players, considering he's the chairman or whatever is of the club, they've got a lot of issues from the top. And yeah, yeah, I mean, look, we'll stay way out of that. But uh, yeah, and like I said the other week, you know, I think uh, the teams that are going to be lower on the ladder uh, at the end of the year, they're the ones you want to avoid in terms of super coach as well. It's just, it's not looking good for Adelaide and Eddie, but your boys, Brisbane, they're on the trot. They'll keep it going for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for the Crows because being a Brisbane supporter up until last year, we didn't have much to cheer about for a long time. But it's good to see, you know, Things can turn around. How about this one, though? This one should be a lot better game. The D's and the Cats at the MCG. 
yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, Melbourne probably are too. They haven't played for two weeks, so <laughs> it'll be it'll be a close game. Obviously, Gorn's going to be going up probably against Darcy Fort by the looks of it. So, um, you think Gorn would be you know if you don't get a good VC from a McRae or someone yep, yep. tonight or, or or in the game tomorrow night, I'd be sticking the big C on Gorny. He should dominate. So the big C. <laughs> the big what C. a great nickname. <laughs> Well, he's talking about the big captain, isn't he? Big captain, big captain. So, (laughs) the big one, obviously, Fitzy Harley Bennell admitted after a couple of games. So, I think we'll find it'll be hard for some of these players to get back in without the the reserves playing. So, yeah, I think Geelong got a really big shock last week, and I, I actually think. It'll start off a good game, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Dangerfield and Ablett and Selwood just say enough's enough and yep. come out and, and, you know, have a good yeah. win. But it, it'll still be a fairly close game early, I reckon. Yeah, I, think, I don't, I don't I think know. Geelong, I think Geelong might kick away because that, that was pretty embarrassing yeah, last look, week. I think this is a season-defining game for Geelong. I mean, I know you say that about Selwood, Ablett and, and Danger, but why didn't they do that at quarter time last week? You know, they looked putrid, the Cats, last week at home against a, a lowly Carlton team, it has to be said. So this could really define their season. And it's a bit hard with, with Benno. I think that's probably a more of a management thing than actually yep, being yep. committed. But you remember they swung the axe there a couple of weeks ago and brought a whole bunch of new players in, including... Yeah, so I think we'll see him again soon. But uh, yeah, this this is going to be a really tight game. I'm actually not sort of too sure who to pick, but I might I might go the Cats, Cats just to bounce back. But if they lose this one, man, it could be uh, you know some worrying signs down at Kidinia Park. Very much so. Very much so. Madman's about to punch Fitzy in the face, <laughs> so we'll just move right along to the right, next his game. His team's up next anyway. Yeah, <laughs> to talk about his boys, the Roos. This is this will see round four out taking on the Hawks, who well they bounce back too. So Hawthorne, North Melbourne to round things out. What are we thinking? North have got the wood over Hawthorne, don't they? We do in Fitzy. the last few years. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, it's usually down at Tassie, though, isn't it? I think a lot of the times. Usually, yeah, so, so Marvel. Um, I mean, there's a few ins there, a debut for Harry Jones for Hawthorne. Not really, probably super coach relevant, any of those. Cunnington back. Um, Cunners. The, the north <laughs> side's going to make a huge difference. So um, I still think north will probably get the job done. It'll be a dog, dog fight, you'd It say. will be. It always um, is for these two teams. And, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty frustrated with the loss last week against Sydney. I feel like... North Melbourne is the better team, but they just always seem to have the wood over us. I don't know what it yeah. is, but we just can't beat Sydney. So I'm expecting a, a big bounce back from the Roos this week and not just as a biased supporter, but um, I really think we can we can knock the Hawks off because they've only had one good game this year, which yeah. is last week. Yeah. And I'm a bit disappointed with those sports bet odds. Nettie, yeah, geez. I was about to say That's, that, Johnny. Um, like your sports bet's not agreeing wow. with you here, man. I'm, uh, I'm actually quite surprised at that with Cunners back in. I wouldn't be surprised Cunners. if uh, Tristan Cherry made his debut either, Gracie. You've got yep. Frawley, McAvoy, Sicily and Frost all in that back line. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, an extra tall come in because yep. I see Mason Wood's been omitted. So keep an eye on that, of course. Yeah. Speaking of Mason Wood, where's he at, Fitzy? Because it's quite often you see him yeah. omitted and he'll go back to, I mean, I'm no reserves at the moment, but he'll go back to the reserves and kick, you know, play a couple of good games and he's back in, but then he yep. gets dropped again. So great question. He's got the talent because I've seen him play some really, really good games. Yeah, but. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a great question, Gracie. And, and this is a, uh, it's, it's, it's a North Melbourne thing. It's the same thing that happened to Aaron Black. He's that sort of third yep. to fourth forward that we just don't have a spot for. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if that's our structures or we've got a lot of guys who can play half forward and midfielders who can rest down forward. So, yep. yeah, I think uh, it's, it's going to be a tough, tough team for him to break back into. 
sure. especially once Larky's fit and obviously Larky and Brown are what that forward line's built around. I personally don't think we need the extra tall forward. I'd yep. much rather see like even Mad Jack play defence and then go forward when we need him kind yep. of thing. And, and Goldie can kick goals as well. So I think North yep. Melbourne's structure is really based around the two tall forwards, one Ruckman and then a couple of floaters. So yep. yeah, yep. look, it's going to be hard for him to get back into that team because they've tried him in the back line uh, in, the, in the reserves as well and he just can't get it done. But he's no. a lovely left foot kick and you know, maybe once uh, Robbie Tarrant moves on, he might have a go at full back. I don't really know. Yep. But yeah, it's going to be tough for him to get back in that side, Nettie. But I'm going to back the, the ruse and, and hopefully we can start working our way back up that ladder. Yeah, I like it. Just taking a look at the ladder right now. Do you want to run through it, Madman? Can you see from back there? I can. I can see. <laughs> so obviously we've got uh, undefeated Port Adelaide on top there, boys. And obviously, I mean, the big surprise in the top eight is Gold Coast at number three with quite a good percentage there, Fitzy. Yeah, so, yep. And then, you know, there's a few teams sort of log jammed in there. So I think you, you look at that top eight for me and I, I think it'll probably be pretty similar come into the year. I don't think Gold Coast will make it for mine. Yeah. I think they'll be... They might be around that eighth or ninth. I don't think they'll keep it up. I hope they get in there. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. Obviously, you got Richmond sitting just out. Geelong out. GWS, we, you know, made a grand final. We can't count them out. So mm. there's three teams there that quite easily jump yeah, back it's, in. So. It's, it's tough. And you even look at Melbourne, obviously, missed a game. And the Bombers missed a game. So if Melbourne were on mm. eight points as well, they're all of a sudden stuck in that sort of eighth to ninth spot. Yep. But out of, just very quickly here, out of Richmond, Geelong, GWS, who are just out of the eight, which of those three do you think could make the top eight? You can't count Richmond out. They won the flag last yeah. year. So it'll be a big disappointment if they didn't make it. I don't see the Giants making it for mine. No, okay. I think they, they're just too inconsistent and it yeah. happens every year. I know yep. injuries play a part, but, you know, they've got brought Mumford back in. Most likely he'll probably be dropped in two yeah. weeks and Jacobs true, will come back true. in. Like they went out and got Jacobs to fix the ruck problem, but they're yeah. still playing Mumford over him. So I don't know if it's a managed thing. It could be, but, I mean, we're only going off what they've said and he, that he's admitted. Yeah, so true, true. I, I just think the Giants may miss out. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, that's what you get with two thirty-year-old ruckman, I suppose. Yep. And I mean, that's the luxury they have. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I think Sydney will probably drop out. Just looking yep. at the top eight at the moment, I'm I'm going to stay firm with the Gold Coast. I reckon yep. they'll build up some momentum, and the shorter season definitely helps. Yep. Hopefully, North Melbourne stay in there, but it's going to be really, really tight. I think we should see over the next few weeks. It sort of, I guess, flows the way it should. But uh, yep. yeah. Yeah, keep an eye on those teams because there's going to be some good matches yeah. coming up in the next couple I, of weeks. I'll tell you what, if Buddy when if Buddy gets back at all this year and Sydney make the eight, good luck because yeah, I reckon he could make, do some damage. So. He definitely could. Yep. But uh, no, it's going to be a good round of footy, Eddie. And uh, I'll tell you what, you must be excited with the Brisbane boys up and about. Yeah, very excited, man, like I was saying. But, you know, don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, so to speak. <laughs> but we still need to do this projected eight and all that sort of stuff, boys. We need to sit down during the week, get some predictions and all that sort of thing and pop them up on the socials. Yeah, Are you up sure. for that? Absolutely, I reckon what do that next week you reckon yeah we'll have we're, we're probably week. at the this point of the season we're four games in i think we sort of get an idea of yep. who's gonna i think we're all gonna have adelaide at 18 so yeah definitely that's just, pretty pretty easy i'll be at 19 <laughs> for mine but uh <laughs> and just quickly before we wrap up nettie gracie you were fiddling around with your super coach team just before we started recording and yep. uh, i think that's why you're mad tonight but uh <laughs> tell us what you're planning this week well yeah i was mad at the carnage because it's absolutely ruined my team <laughs> but just mad in general um, mad, yeah i mean i obviously i've got jacob so I've um, just gone Naismith for mine, yep, and that's yep. that's put a lovely 280k in my bank. So Very nice, um, like your normal bank 
account. I wish. But I've got the issue of Cameron Sturt and Barry in my forward line. And if yep. Barry doesn't play, I'm one short. So I'll probably trade um, Cameron out because I don't see him coming back and making a big yeah. impact where Sturt probably will. Yep. So I'll, I'll switch um, switch Stephen Hill forward and yeah, probably okay. get a defender in at this here's stage. A, uh, so. Here's some free advice. Who's your ruck three at the moment? Conroy. I'd trade, I'd trade him out. You reckon? Yep, yep. Because I think this year it's all about making money, Ned, and there's no point having guys on your bench well, just for true. loophole. True, and There's a chance that Cameron's going to come back, but he definitely won't be playing. Right. So I'll go Conroy. That's then. some free advice. I'll send you a bill later <laughs> on. Look at that. Here's <laughs> something I want to talk about to you guys really quickly on the super coach side of things. Fitzy, where do you say you're sitting at? Oh, 144th overall. 144th. I even bring where, that up. Do you know where you're at? Oh, I could probably tell you in a couple of seconds. I'm like 17,000. I'm that's, way, I'm that's, way behind. That's pretty good. I just Although like, the, the points difference probably is only a few hundred. Yeah. Because it's, it's not much of a difference. You have a good round and per someone up near the top, it can quite easily change. So Yeah. The reason I bring it up is because I'm I'm sitting in at like 52,000 and something. And I'm like, how am I sitting so far back when the guy who's doing it for me <laughs> <laughs> is like in the top? Well, Whatever. we better, we better this, do a few trades in your team. Is this, is this a, a Melbourne tanking thing could, here? or Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I won't let this guy anywhere near me, damn it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I don't know how I'm ranked that highly. Probably because I don't have too many Melbourne or Essendon players I was relying on last week. But yeah. and starting with a few good picks, I suppose. But, yep. uh, yeah, my big thing, and, and shout-outs to our boy John O'Carroll, who doesn't stop messaging me. I love uh, <laughs> I love hearing all the Supercoach updates because he's on Twitter for do me. We have a, do we have a question from him yet? I'm waiting uh, for not, no, not just yet, but he's uh, he's discussing his trade plans with me. But he keeps me up to date because I'm too busy during the day to look at all the news. But uh, I was saying to him during the week that cash generation is so important this year because we're not just we're just not going to have enough options to complete a team with less rounds. So I'd be getting as many players off your bench that aren't playing, get some cash generation happening, keep one maybe for loophole. But otherwise, I think right now it's more important to be uh, making money than having a loophole option for sure. Mine anyway. Yeah, and nice that you bring those guys up too. Big shout-outs to Boners and the boys. Remember yes. them from back in the yes. day? Hopefully they've jumped back on, yep. on board. Boners is actually the only name I remember. <laughs> yeah. That's right, enough. to the, the, the Grey Wolf League. We might do a bit of a wrap-up of that next week. Perhaps we'll uh, do a bit of a recap on the league, and uh, as we get the momentum back up on the podcast, we'll start talking about that again. Yeah, first one back's been a bit of fun, though, Mad Man. It's been good. I'm actually going to look up where Boners is on the, uh, on the ladder. <laughs> I was just say, uh, you've just lost Boners. him. The phone's um, shout-outs to Boners. He's looking. the man. Oh, there he is. He's eighth. He's currently eighth. Eighth in the oh, league. Nice yeah. work. Who's on top? Power to win. Oh, good job, oh, Cam Bruce. The, uh, the no, I'm, jo- I'm joking. It's it's Granada Gate. Is oh, it? yeah. Yeah, bring it on. Percentage. <laughs> he's, percentage. He's uh, very happy with himself. Well, hats off to you. And I, is that it wrapping things up for Grey Wolf footy? Yeah, uh, just about, man. Uh, well, yeah, we've got to get home and uh, and get the game on and, and cook some dinner. Gracie, what are you having? I've already eaten. You've already yeah, eaten? Yeah, I'm, I'm all good. Oh, okay. okay, I'll just go home. I had some food on the way home from work because I knew I'd be busy with this. And <laughs> I'll go have some toast then. That's yeah. all good. <laughs> yeah, and then jump on a Facebook Live, man. That's how you roll. <laughs> yeah. But hey, be sure to be checking out all the other things on the Grey Wolf Podcast Network at the moment as well. We will be catching up with Sean Bruce. That one will be out very soon, Johnny. Hell yeah, it will be. Yeah, Nims Grey Wolf Wrestling has an interview out now with the two biggest legends in the WWE in Ric Flair and the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michael and plenty more still to come as well. It's been fun, boys. Enjoy it. Have a good weekend of footy and hopefully uh, your team wins. <laughs> this has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.